Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Crafts. This is a special episode where you've submitted your burning questions and it's our turn to give you the answers you've been waiting for. I'm MP. And I'm Jenna. (laughs) Just kidding. This is Josh. (laughs) Jenna's... (laughs) Jenna's not feeling well, so... Jenna, we're sorry. We hope you feel better, but thankfully Josh was willing to hop on the podcast with me and I decided to just put up a Q&A box. So today we're going to answer your questions and the questions ranged all, all around from working with family, dating advice, and more. So we're looking forward to diving in deeper. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with last night. <laughs> so we recorded the entire episode once already, but the entire time my microphone was on mute. <laughs> I think it had to do with the old fashions. Oh boy. Blaming it on the drinks. Well, Josh took me on a date and we had two old fashions. And I think, I don't know. I just didn't notice that we weren't getting any audio, but we should be good now. Weren't on your A game, I guess. No, but we are still in the heat of harvest. Do you want to give a little update? Yeah. So we have uh, all but a little bit of beans left to go. At a beaver dam that we need to take out. So we've got about 10 acres of soybeans and that'll be all wrapped up. And then we've got probably 70% of corn left to go. Will so we feeling will, pretty good. Will we take out that beaver dam? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. We have a trapper and then we'll get her taken care of. Yeah. Okay. So we, yes, we did squeeze in a date during harvest. Normally we don't work on Sundays for the most part. I think during soybeans, it gets a little more stressful. So it's, sometimes it's hard to say to have that hard line, but we got a babysitter and I think it's super healthy or good for a relationship to spend some time on your relationship, even during these busy times of year. So it was fun last night. Yeah, it was a good time. I definitely feel like I was a little more snappy talking about our date last night, but now I'm just tired. (laughs) Still trying to wake up. So something else we wanted to give you an update on, or I've gotten several questions asking for a follow-up on, is your lunchies. Oh, okay. Well, for those of you who have not heard about this yet, for Josh's birthday, I got him a lunchies, which is like a, a little handheld crockpot type thing that you can warm up your lunch in on the go? It's a a battery-powered lunchbox. Mm, Okay. So, yeah, my honest review would be the only thing that I don't like, we'll start there, Mm, Okay. is the fact that you have to charge it every night. If you don't charge it every night, there's Mm -hmm. no way you can get a second lunch out of it. So that's important. Um, another thing I would say is definitely get the second, uh, Tupperware heater thing where you put your food, then you can kind of use one, wash one. So that's important. Um, really, really hot food, but you have to do it for like, I think it's two hours. So that's the cook time. Mm -hmm. And I like that you can set the time that you want to eat. So you don't have to remember to turn it on. And hmm. I'm pretty impressed that it can take your meals like from completely brick solid frozen in the morning to like piping hot. Oh yeah. 
That's impressive, actually. I I do like that because mm-hmm. I can just pull things out of the freezer that have been, you know, leftovers or you've packaged up mm-hmm. from a field meal or what have you. It's definitely changed our morning dynamic because I feel like I'm there's not as much on me to get something ready. I mean, I like the time that we spend together in the morning, so it's not like it was ever felt like a burden to me, but um it's just changed a lot because I don't have to get everything out to make a sandwich or a wrap or whatever. It's just, here's a frozen bag of food or container. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's really nice to have two hot meals every day. So you like the hot meal better than the sandwich for the most part. Yeah. For okay. the most part, obviously a good sandwich is good every once in a while, but mm-hmm. I do like hot food. It's really satisfying to me to have a stash put away for you too. Um, this might be a, sound a little weird, <laughs> but it's almost like moms who are like stashing up for some breast milk, you know, like when they get their freezer stash and they're just feeling so good about it. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about getting you a freezer stash of lunches. So <laughs> it's been pretty satisfying. Not going to lie. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it because, uh, I was not going to be delivering you a hot lunch yeah. like Jenna does. Yeah. But would you recommend as a gift? I I would or something okay. like it. I'm not sure if there's other brands out there. I think there are. So I don't know where you found this one and sent it to me. Was it on TikTok? I don't remember. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let's dive into the questions. We have a lot. We might try to... Um, group some together and maybe do it in a different order than last night so that we don't feel like we're, okay okay <laughs> we could do it opposite of last night sure okay um so the first one was how do you deal with harvest delays rain and do you stress about frost warnings um i mean rain delays are kind of just just part of the deal so i don't i don't stress about them too much obviously there's been years that there's more than others and years that there haven't been as many but Um, no, I don't, not too bad. I would say. Do you think days on days on days of rain? I think it adds up after a while and you start to feel the pressure. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you. Or if you start, do you, let's flip this around. Mm -hmm. Do you think that I stress about that without knowing about it? I don't know. I think, I think the stress comes when you start to drive around and see stuff falling over because Nobody likes to pick up tipped over corn, although we have to often, depending on the weather. So I don't know, I yeah, guess. Depending on depending on hybrid and weather, there's usually a field or two that's down or more. That seems to stress you out, I think. The snow stresses me out more than anything. Is it heavier and takes the stocks down or what? No, just kind of a a reminder like, hey, this could end quickly. Yeah. Can you so Sorry. Okay. Relationship tips, especially about dating. It's been a while since we've dated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are getting we, older. We continue to date one another. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I think communication probably, but there's so many different things you can add on to that. But with dating, I mean... You're not the only man I ever dated, so that's not a secret. Obviously, you're not like rolling your eyes or surprised or anything right now. But um, 
I had noticed a difference in, or I knew that you were the one, one of, oh my goodness. One of the reasons that I knew that you were the one was it felt like we were both putting in effort and we both cared a lot and truly liked each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously in any relationship, there has to be 150% given by each side to make it work. So that's one thing that I would recommend. Yeah. I think when you're dating someone, it's just because we've been, it's so, we're so far removed from it. Like there's not a, the same level. There's not even close to the same level of commitment after you're engaged or married. So there's always this fear, like this person could like leave or whatever, or if they're not putting in the same amount of effort or you just question a lot more, you know, when you're dating, you mean? Yes. Yeah. So I think it's important to show in that stage of life, if you really, really like that person to go out of your way and help them know how much they mean to you. Or if you're not feeling that you're getting that, maybe consider, you know, is that the right person? Or communicating that. <laughs> uh, instead of just up and leaving, you mean? Because <laughs> that's my first instinct. So. Peace. <laughs> you're right. That was logical. <laughs> okay. Um, what is his favorite thing to watch you do on the farm? I don't know if I have a favorite thing. You seem to enjoy, you know, really anything that you're doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I want you to be happy. So whatever that is, then that's what I like watching you do is be happy, I guess. I feel like you don't get to see me doing a lot of stuff. The only job that we've done together is this week, mm-hmm. grain cart. Yeah. I get to see you be nervous if I'm training you doing something or, but that's about it. And then you figure it out after that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too nervous on cart. I'm, I actually think I was oops, more nervous with you in tillage. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. Okay. Aspirations for your kids, family, farm, or other businesses. Oh, what are your dreams, Josh? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we talked about having, you know, a successful enough farm that our kids could, if they wanted to be able to come back mm-hmm. and farm with us. Um, I feel like that would be a goal. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, we don't take lightly what your dad has done for you and your brothers, like to build something that all of you could come back is pretty incredible. Yeah. I think we've got some big shoes to fill. Yeah. I would say that we're, we're more than blessed mm-hmm. on, in that aspect. Yeah. Other businesses. I don't know. I think I, I don't know if our kids will want to do anything with grounded journals someday. But I'll keep plugging away with it. Yeah. (laughs) I would push them in whatever direction they want to go. Yeah. I just would never force them to do something that they don't really love. So even whether it be, I don't, I really don't care what they want to do. I just want them to be happy. Okay. Embarrassing farm learning experiences. Do you have any? Um, and there's, there's always things that happen that are like, oh man, like the green bin rookie mistake. Yeah, we overfilled a grain bin this year. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it, obviously, it's never at a good time to do that. So, 
The rain was coming in. Yeah, this year it was worse because we had rain coming in. So we were shoveling up the last little bit, getting soaked. Mm -hmm. But so that was embarrassing. What about about you? Have you hit anything or done anything? I don't think so. I mean, I've killed tractors before. Yeah. It's not super embarrassing. You haven't called me to fix anything that you've done that was... I did hit a pretty good rock last year. Remember that with the chisel plow? And then your dad just came flying out in the service truck and just whipped out the welder and just took it off and was like, you're good. You don't need that one. Wasn't a big deal anyway. Torch did this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The show must go on. Mm-hmm. Man, you got to have better stories than that. Something off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, there's been things that have obviously happened, but I don't want to throw anybody under the bus or no. If it wasn't you, don't share it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. Oh, hear- I'm the king of doing things stupid. I think. Okay. Let's hear some blasts from the past before kids' edition. I don't remember what we were talking about. I do. Because when we were dating, something that we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with was when we went to band gigs together. Oh. And I okay. wasn't sure if we had talked about this on the podcast before, but when Josh met me, I was in a little band called Two Thirds Minnesota. It's not a little band. Well, we only have four people. You opened up for Blackhawk. I mean, that was the one time. It was fun. And it was in like a small town event. Still Blackhawk. I know, but Blackhawk's <laughs> glory days were like 90s country. I listen to them every day in the Dodge Coda. Yeah, but you listen to their their songs from the 90s. I'm just saying, they're still cool. They are. But they're like when we opened for them, it was it was so funny because they didn't care how long we played. They were like, just play as long as you want. Then we don't have to play as long type of thing. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember them saying that. but Yeah, they did not care how long we played. <laughs> they were just like, whatever. Here for the party. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but I will say that if anything hasn't changed, it's the fact that you and I are like pretty old at heart. We like fall asleep pretty early. Fall asleep in your chair. Yeah. Yep. We've, mm-hmm. we missed parties before because we accidentally fell asleep <laughs> before they started. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you and Josh balance home farm family? Oofta. I feel like out of the group, we have the hardest time doing that, drawing drawing lines and boundaries as far as work goes. So I suppose I'm not the best one to talk about, but we do we do take time. And like last night, we took a whole Sunday off and went on a date when probably three quarters of the county was working. Mm-hmm. So it's important. Um, I feel like everybody comes back rejuvenated and better on Monday for it. It's just such a different life than how I grew up because we just didn't have boundaries, you know, with the cattle at home and then being the only family on the farm, there was really no um, way to get away from it. So this is more boundaries than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> When it comes to the farm. So, um, but I do appreciate the perspectives from the other family members and kind of having uh, almost set boundaries to help us be better 
with managing that time. But we also really enjoy it. So I don't know. I think it takes us a long time to get burned out of what we're doing. Yeah. Cause I, I would agree with you there. Yeah. Okay. Who's the better shot? 100% me. I think it's been so long since either of us have picked up our bows that we <laughs> it deserves a shoot off. Do you agree? I hope people know I'm not being like, <laughs> <laughs> cocky or anything. That's just my sense of humor. Yeah. They can't see your face <laughs> yeah, and like the S eaten grin like <laughs> spread right across it. Anyway, um, we shot bows for our wedding. We did like a unity bow shoot instead of the sand or planting a tree. We shot our bows and during our rehearsal dinner, I did better and Josh was really nervous. I remember that. I was so n- nervous about missing the target completely. It was 10 yards away. I know. But sometimes that is harder to hit if you're six foot four, I suppose. <laughs> it's harder to hit on your wedding day with however many people we had, 200 people. Yeah. But he did better on the wedding day. He hit like bullseye and I was off a little bit. So. Okay. How do you make it through harvest, not hating each other? Um, full-time working mom who struggles with three kids and harvest season and not seeing each other. I think that it's okay to recognize when we can't relate to somebody and what they're dealing with being away from each other. Like we can see each other randomly and that's not something that someone who's working full-time can do. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I don't know. And then plus you have the pressure of the kids when you're not working with the pressure of the job. I think that it's fair to say that we can't, we can't give advice of how to make it through when we have no experience that relates to that. But, um, a lot of people, I don't know. I think, I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. We're just not in that situation. So it's hard to speak for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, your brother and our sister-in-law do it do that. And I think having Sunday is a helpful thing. Having the day that you can count on or at least try to as much as you can set the boundary to not to have Sunday for a family day. Mm -hmm. That's something that helps me even though I don't work full time. So having that time, just knowing like, especially for us, like Sunday morning is always a non-negotiable. We will not be missing church to farm, right? Like I mean, 99.9% of the time, I can probably count on one hand how many times we've worked a Sunday morning. Yeah. So like that Sunday morning, the drive to church, the going to church, the sitting next to each other and grabbing lunch on the way home is a guarantee. And that helps me get through each week, I think. Josh's thoughts on your influencer status. Did he ever consider this is what you would do? I, I did not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me neither. So that makes two of us. It kind of, it kind of naturally flowed, I guess. There was a time, you know, after you quit your job that I would say you were searching a little bit. <laughs> what would make you say that? There was a, there was a couple times that I would come home and there'd be projects and, and you'd be like, what was the one? Candles. Mm-hmm. So there was 50 pounds of wax on our table. <laughs> And you were, <laughs> I think you were cooking it or melting it into 
and putting essential oils in it, telling me you were going to sell it. You did. I mean, you sold a bunch of them. I broke even, I think. And then I think Baby Bibs was a project. You're going to sell those. So there's a little bit of searching and then I forget what happened, but I think I ran over my lunchbox and then that's how it all began. The sharing. Yeah. Yeah. The sharing on social media. Yeah. I guess I didn't like, I mean, how do you, you feel you have, you're kind of like indifferent sometimes about the influencer stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a private person, I guess. So it's hard for me to share everything. No, I, yes, I agree. But you've been very supportive in what, what, what has been built, I guess the community that we've built and, um, I think we've set better boundaries the more we've, or the longer I've been doing it. So we're just, I think, yeah, you're right. Like that is something that we probably argue about or have argued about in the past. I would say some of our, some of our biggest fights come from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what to share, what not to share, why. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask myself, what, what is the purpose of this? Why am I sharing it? And a lot of times it's really not worth it if it's not something that you're comfortable with. And I just have to like get it through my head that just because I spent the time creating it doesn't mean that it has to be shared. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I think we work well together on it. It's just been, it's just another thing, like something different that you have to learn and grow through together. Okay. Farming with family. And that means like, not just you and me, like, the yeah. extended family pros, cons, and tips. Yeah, there was a, I would say three or four, yeah. maybe five questions on that. Yeah, so this is like people want to know. Do yeah, farming with, know? I think there's one that says multifamily, um, navigating family relationships, and communicating with a multifamily operation. So, yeah, pros, cons. I would say a, a big pro is I. I mean, I get to see my family every day Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't get to say that, you know, I get to talk to my dad most days and, you know, a lot of parents and a lot of kids have to either wait for a call from their dad or, you know, or make time to make that phone call. And I, I don't have to struggle with that at all. So I really, you know, mom, dad, the whole family, I get to talk to them every day. If you like them, that's a pro. (laughs) (laughs) well i do so i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um yeah another pro is uh, we can go on vacation Mm -hmm. and somebody is always there at the farm and handling things while we're gone so that takes a decent amount of stress away so that i suppose that goes back to i don't know if we've answered that one yet but you know stressing while you're on vacation or Mm -hmm. i forget how the person worded it um yeah i think that's a big thing and i mean we don't have a ton of livestock but whenever we leave there's someone for the most part to help us with it which is awesome right because organizing people to take care of your animals is actually like that's a lot (laughs) i don't know so that's not even cattle farmers we have more cattle than my dad right now and he's listening (laughs) we have seven and he has six did That's you know that? not a contest I wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told him that this weekend and he was like, what? So, 
Yeah. You know, another pro, it could be a pro and a con because there's two sides, but you know, every decision we make, there's multiple opinions and it's not made, you know, with one, with one opinion or one voice. So I think that's good. Does that take away some of the nerve from like the big decisions, knowing that you've kind of got all these different perspectives? So like if everyone's like, yes, this is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It just confirms what we were thinking. And but sometimes you get frustrated. Like, yeah, that would be a con too. It's like, man, I really believe in this and mm-hmm. I think we should be doing this. But so that would be a pro and a con. And I mean, cons, that's probably the, the biggest con too, is you can't just make a decision and run with it. Right. You can't plow over everyone else's feelings because yep. this is something you want to do. You're not the only voice there. Yep. So that one's pretty good. Yeah. Any tips? Communication. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about that over the last couple of years. You know, communicating where everybody's at and perspectives and um, what everybody wants, their, everybody's goals. That's probably the hardest thing to navigate is, is goals for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, communicating that and having everybody be heard is the best scenario. I think if you're listening and thinking like, oh, man, they they sound like they have it all figured out. <laughs> Just don't be fooled because I don't think anybody actually has it like fully figured out. And it's it's uh, kind of it's hard to navigate sometimes. So. Yeah, I think it's like any relationship. It takes a lot of work and um, grace with everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't have much else to say. Okay. How has your relationship changed once you had kids? I would say that that question, I mean, we haven't, that, that's been a, a huge change for us. Just because when we, when we had Hank, you quit your job right around the same time. Mm-hmm. So that was like a huge change for us. Most of most times, I suppose it wouldn't be as large of a change. So, right. Relationally, we kind of had like a double whammy. Yep. Had our first kid, you quit your job, you know, started doing social media and other things. So yeah, that was, I mean, obviously it's changed a lot. I think our communication continues to grow. Yeah. And but I think that's with everybody or should be with everybody. Yeah. I feel you, like you get better at being married. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. We should be going on that trajectory if possible. We, when I, or when we had Hank, I feel too, like we had to start living life together. Cause we, I've really felt when I was working corporate that we had separate lives. A lot of the time I wasn't involved in the farm. I wasn't really involved with any of the support of it. I don't think I fed you guys, you know, I didn't do a lot of that. So, um, it helped kind of like ground me and connect us more as a couple when I stepped into that motherhood role. So you brought up me leaving work. This is a question I'm excited about because, um, a couple episodes back, Jenna and I talked about our decisions to leave work, but you guys weren't on that episode. So we didn't get your perspective. 
Did you have any doubts, money or insurance concerns when I left my job? Um, no, I didn't. I mean, obviously there was things that we needed to figure out and plan for better, but I did not, you know, with, uh, Christian healthcare and the way we kind of did things when we were first married, I didn't really have any financial concerns, I guess. Yeah, we really, yeah, we had some, I think we had to change our goals because we probably had more lofty goals when we were bringing in two incomes. But when we sat down and talked about that and what really mattered, I feel like it was a very easy consensus for us to both be like, yeah, this isn't worth, we don't need to be doing this. Like our kids are going to be more important than that. I think the one thing that kind of still boggles my mind is I have a lot of friends who've left their jobs, but the decision took them a lot longer. And for us, it was like very quick. You were always. Yeah. You went, you went from, I love my job to quitting in a matter of like six months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And does everybody know that you were, you didn't want to have kids? No, I don't know. I think I've said it probably. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, early on, maybe middle of the way through our relationship, Mary Pat did not want to have kids. I mean, I wasn't like a hard and fast no, but I remember we were dating. Ooh, we were driving in your pickup, probably <laughs> around Madison somewhere, talking about, I think, I don't know what we were doing, but you said something about how when you start a family, you always pictured your wife being a stay-at-home mom. And this is when we were dating. And I remember telling you, I think you found the wrong girl. <laughs> And now look at me. You didn't drop me off on the side of the road. You were driving. You wouldn't let me drive your pickup at that time. Do you remember that? No. You were kind of protective over it. Hmm. But anyway, we grow. We all grow. <laughs> Goals change. Yeah. I was a much different person in my early 20s than I am now. But okay. Let's see. What do you want to do next? Do you ever fight? <laughs> you guys are so cute and always seem to be Always seems so perfect. Farming is high stress. Yes. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> Nobody. I, re- I read the comment letter for letter. Yes. Yeah, letter for letters. <laughs> Nobody caught it. They thought it was just a tick. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I mean, we have our discussions. I would say we, we do fight. But like, yeah, not super often. We did the other day. Yeah. Obviously it is high stress and people, you know, we get tired and Yeah. We both when we're tired get super annoyed when the other one's mad at us. Like, <laughs> how could you possibly be mad at me right now? <laughs> I'm tired too. But I think we can laugh about that now, but in the moment sometimes it is like your emotions get higher because you're tired and there's been no breaks and I think We've gotten better at even just voicing, like, I need your grace right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's trying to understand the other person's perspective can be difficult, but if you have open communication about it, it can bring you a lot closer together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our fights are less and less. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I communicating what you need and what's happening that week and where you think things are going to go, having a plan mm-hmm. and a plan B. Mm-hmm. Plan C. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it helps me too when you are more open about, I know this is so hard for guys sometimes, but like your actual like feelings, because then it makes me feel closer to you to understand like the emotion behind what you're doing. And that, do you feel like it's hard for you to communicate that? Sometimes. Yeah. But our last. Because I'm more of like a, it doesn't really matter how I'm feeling. This is what needs to be done Mm -hmm. type type guy. So that's true. But I think our last fight, I felt afterwards like, oh, okay, I get you better now. And I felt closer after we kind of like opened up to each other about what was actually going through our heads. Yeah. So, yeah, we do fight. Obviously, we don't share that on social media. And I think that (laughs) that's definitely something to consider when you're watching someone is yes, we are like 99.9% of the time pretty happy and enjoying each other's company, but it is still real life. And yeah, we're still married. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You pick the next. (laughs) Favorite. Okay. All right. Favorite thing to do outside of the busy season. Last night, both of us laughed about this. Yeah. You don't realize how boring you are until somebody asks you what you do for a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) We don't, we don't really have hobbies. We, you know, last night we talked about, we do a lot of projects and DIY and, you know, we finish things in the house. And I think every winter we've had a project because when I was pregnant with Harper, we did our kitchen Mm -hmm. completely. That was a huge project. Yeah. Then the next winter after that, when Harper was a baby, we did the basement. And now this winter we have the shed. Mm -hmm. So every off season we have something happening, but it leaves very little room for like, I don't know. For us, that is fun, which is maybe weird for some people. Let me get it about 98% done and move Mm on. It's so hard. (laughs) It's always so hard to finish those projects. And then do you ever walk around and be like, oh, I should really finish that? Every day. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it on my mental list. We should have like a staycation weekend and have the kids go somewhere and just finish. <laughs> Get to 100% on these things. Oh, I agree. Okay. That sounds like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but we used to do more stuff. I feel like we our lives did change a lot after having kids and we don't go, get out as much. We should probably, that could be a focus for 2024. But we were in a bow league, an archery league, and that was like really fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that when we were married, first married. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can pick something up again. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We also love going to separate clubs. I feel like we can't graze over that oh yeah trying your old fashions Mm -hmm. supper clubs we've pretty well stayed in the midwest yeah wisconsin northern illinois there's some good ones if you need any suggestions on where to find a good old-fashioned all right how do the two of you manage to work together in the home and farm i'll be taking over part of my fiance's business just book work i'm afraid of mixing work and our relationship I think that's valid because when we were first engaged or first married or I just really didn't picture me working with you because of that exact reason. Like you think it's going to change the dynamic of your relationship and it's a fear. It's a legit fear Mm -hmm. when you're going to be working with 
someone you love communication and setting expectations is a big part of it. So like don't overcommit to your partner. Yeah. And communicate what you need to make it successful. So it's not like frustrating for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are in that boat too, where one of them does the finances and the other ones quote in the field or, you know, not to put gender roles, but a lot of women do the books. Well, I guess, but there's also women who recognize that that's not their strength and that is me. Right. Like you're going to do my books. Well, and I feel, I feel like that helps us. Yeah. And maybe wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if that would cause fights or not, but. What? The communication on the booking part or the, the bookkeeping part. That you know that I just can't do it. Just one person telling the other person what they can and can't do because of the books might cause some tension. Yeah. Oh, so like if I were to tell you, you don't have enough money to buy this tractor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or I can't believe you made that deal on the seed. But I would never do that to you. I, I'm just, it could happen. Okay. You're right. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not saying we do that. <laughs> I feel like that. I mean, take it whatever way you want, but you know, you kind of let me run the show there well, and that's you because, run the show. That's because with money stuff, I'm a spaz and anyone who works closely <laughs> with me knows that like, how much money did you make on this business? I don't know. And that's like probably a really bad, that's probably bad. <laughs> probably. <laughs> if there's money in the bank account and I can afford to do to keep going with a business, that's success to me. Send it. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. No, I think going back to the question, it is a lot about communication and communicating what you can and can't do for the person. Right. And just being upfront with concerns that you might have. I think it's good to talk about it and say, like, I'm worried about this affecting our relationship. And I want you to know that, like, it's a fear that I have. Up front. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't have a lot to say about that one. Okay. Because we work together in a different capacity, I would say, than that question. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have a desire to run machinery and be out in the field, and it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah, good luck. <laughs> okay. Maybe we can end on this one. Okay. How do you encourage one another in the season of parenting and busy farming? Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I like to send you pictures and videos of the kids and just kind of updates of what we're doing. Silly stuff because I I know that there's a lot that you miss out on being in the field for so many hours every day. Yeah. I mean, that that's a real thing. It's like our kids are in a stage right now that things happen and then they stop so fast that... You know, if, if I'm not around for a week or, you know, I maybe get to see the kids at bedtime a couple of times or what have you, then I miss stuff. So it is, it is beneficial to have those. Yeah. I try to catch things like Harper's been saying, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. She's been saying it and it's so cute, but you hadn't heard it. So I had, I did my best to try and get her to do it. Yeah. So that, that is huge. Mm -hmm. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but, um, 
Well, I think even the short little bursts of time that I leave, you do the same for me and I really appreciate it so much. So, yeah. Things that I do for you to encourage you. I don't know. You, you getting me, helping me get involved has been huge for me as far as my mental health goes. Cause I was not doing well, not being involved during the busy seasons. Yeah. So encourage- well, I think that, that feeling of maybe isolation and I, that would get to me mm-hmm. feeling like, Oh, well, you're just at home with the kids and you know, I mean, just isn't the right word there because it's a big job. Right. But it's like FOMO. Yep. Like you're missing out on the action. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of goes back to having you involved and how much happiness that brings you. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where the encouragement comes from me is you being so willing to just have me learn whatever and be a part of it. Yeah. I don't think I need like the the daily affirmation. You did such a good job loading that <laughs> semi, babe. Only spilled a little bit this time. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I think that yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah. All right. Well, Josh has to get to work. This week is a big harvest week for us. Yeah. So hopefully they keep the rain out of the forecast. We'll see. All right. Thanks you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciate all of your support. Um, Remember every month we do a giveaway. It's still October. This is actually Halloween. So I hope you have a great Halloween and um, enter by leaving us a review or sharing us to your stories. Make sure you tag us so we see. And this month I'm going to be sending out a cheese box to somebody. Um, Looking forward to that. Cheese is the best gift you can give. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Tuesday when we drop new episodes. And thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Josh. Jenna will be back next week. And we look forward to talking more then. See ya.